Dude, dude if, you, if you keep that in there, that's going to destroy people's ears. They're going to be like, oh, what's this? What's this? Oh, my gosh. Well, that that may or may not get taken out. Yep. We'll see. It depends on how much I love our listeners' ears. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast. Uh, Ben's here. Woo! Back from... Uh, the dead. Yes. I Sheesh. literally, aka being a father, I literally died. <laughs> Absolutely zero life. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, man. It's uh, it's good to be back, man. I'm excited to talk about stuff in yeah. our lives. I'm yeah, excited man. to talk to you. I know. I miss you in I, the most no homo way ever. Exactly. I, I love spending time with you. No yeah, homo. Maybe just a little homo. But makes that's, it, but no, it's okay. makes it okay as long as you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember back when it doesn't matter what you said? Is that acceptable? You said, you said am no I, homo. Am I really bigoted and prejudiced because I say no homo? <laughs> Is that not okay to say? I don't know. I mean, uh, I feel like I'm not PC enough to really know. Or yeah, not. like, I think... It's not that I don't care about demographics i just mm-hmm. i don't i'm not necessarily trying to cater to everybody at the same mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. so if no homo is a wrong thing to say i'm not so prideful that i wouldn't give it up exactly but someone's gonna have to convince me that it's bad before i stop saying it i'm not just gonna assume like oh well it maybe hurts people's feelings yeah someone could get offended by that yeah is that Whatever. is that is that any way to live your life, Keith? To think about stuff that might hurt someone's feelings. You're not even sure if it's going to, but yet you mm. censor yourself anyway. Gross balls. I know. Gross. gross Welcome balls. to Indiana. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gross some balls. We are in the Midwest. We don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know what we do when we have problems, people? We just grow some balls. We grow some Literally, balls. You know, like if you have a problem one week, you grow some balls. <laughs> grow, and then if you have a problem the next week, you grow, you grow, grow more balls. more balls. <laughs> You just end up with these really hardcore people <laughs> with testicles all over them. <laughs> Welcome to Indiana. <laughs> Woo! Welcome to Pilgrims and Prodigals, everybody. Oh, man. Yeah, so now that image will be in your head every time someone says grow some balls. <laughs> just a man covered in balls. <laughs> covered in testicles. Woo! Yeah. All right, so... Well, it's good to have you back, either yeah, way. Yeah, so. I know, dude. I'm super glad to be back. I still believe in everything that we started the podcast on. I feel like it's not... Yeah. The more I try to make the podcast about, like, what I want to say, the less interesting it gets. Yeah. I, I, I'm more excited to talk about it when I feel like I'm sharing something with other people for their benefit, rather than just getting together and, you know, talking about yeah, stuff. Yeah. For sure. And me and Nate had a really good conversation last night. I, I that I put up. to it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't you I not to make you mad uh, but uh-oh whoa we whoa we beat the longest podcast oh it's super huge it's an hour 45 minutes jeez man you have no standards so that <laughs> so that means this one has to go 2 hours what the easily uh why don't we just like let it go as long as it's good okay that's the real test of a podcast is it is there a point where we should have cut it off, but we didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, I feel like all our podcasts, you know, we at least reach a point where we're like, all right, so uh, what's next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. We always find a way to bring yeah. something up. I mean, me and you could literally talk for hours. So. Yeah, we could. we could. It's different. You got to admit, though, it's different when you get a mic in front of you. 
It is. It's not like – if I tried to have a normal conversation like there wasn't a mic, <laughs> it would get real boring because I would start talking about stuff that nobody cares about. Exactly. <laughs> it's a We'd be over here just talking about Census Fail and uh, Polyphia or whatever that band yeah, was. Vitalism. And, yeah. Dude, hey, shout out to Census Fail. has got a new single out. Uh, gold Jacket, Green Jacket. Yeah. Uh, not – I mean, you, you, you listen to the first 30 seconds. Tell me what you think. The other band you need to go listen to because they're amazing. I don't know why this turned into a commercial, but Vitalism. Yeah, I mean. If you like metal music or uh, ballroom music, they're the greatest marriage of the two. (laughs) Just being real. Or just anything jazz, too. Yeah. (laughs) If you like any form of music, this thing incorporates all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's that's right. Yeah. So, uh Life's been interesting. Dude, it's literally, it's been since before Christmas is the last podcast that I was on. It's been a month. Oh my goodness. It's been a month since I've been on the podcast. So, so I have a question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, you know how like most, this is something I've been wanting to talk about, but we haven't yet. Oh shit. You know how most people have like New Year's resolutions or whatever? Yeah. Like, is there anything that, like I know I have a couple, I have a couple things that I want to do in 2018, but do you have okay. any like... Re- quote unquote resolutions for 2018 yeah. like just I can I can get them grandfathered in since it's still January not technically it's still technically like we've got four days left okay so uh, New Year's resolutions for myself one is to get more physically healthy because uh, I feel like that's everyone's though I mean I, I agree with you that's something we all want to do not everyone hit 300 pounds in December <laughs> like I did you know what I mean like, so uh, well, I want to get more physically healthy for my kids, not run out of energy, all that stuff, whatever. That's boring. Uh, let's think about some good, meaningful stuff that's different than everybody else. I mean, that's pretty meaningful. I mean, you know, you want to stay as fit as you can and be in your kids' lives and it, yeah, wife's it, life and family's life as long as you can. You know, that's, that's it's, not a boring thing. It, it's, it, this time it's different. Most new, most times I've made that new year's resolution. It's been like, it's like I want to be buff. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be so hot. I look so freaking buff. <laughs> no, but, uh, now it's more just like, I want to be healthy there for my family. Survivability. I don't want to be some yeah. kind of like, can't, I can't. So I watched, uh, I forget oh, no. what I watched. Some video online of like just the health problems that come with from being overweight and like the interviewed people mm. and like the biggest thing was that like you're a financial burden on your family because you have to have like medications and doctor yeah. visits and stuff like I'm not about to do that. So I for for reasons other than myself, I commit to be a more healthy person. Um yeah. that's and, legit, man. Uh the other one, I mean, obviously, I got to figure something out about this whole church crap, <laughs> which we're gonna get into that today too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what I, what I want to make my. I wouldn't make a resolution. I'm not sure enough what I want to do with it to make a resolution. You're just but, wanting to figure things out. Yeah. Okay. Hey, there. I want to be as much as possible spiritually settled by the end of 2018. Legit. Spiritually yeah. settled. Too legit to quit. Some Damn. legit shit. So what I mean by <laughs> what I mean by spiritually settled is yeah. feel comfortable with where I'm at and like I don't know, Keith. Do you ever feel like do you ever think about like what if you died today? Do you ever does that thought ever cross oh your mind? Oh my goodness. You're so morbid tonight. No, I mean I think about that literally every day. I get off work, sigh of relief and pain. 
and suffering and mental anguish. Not really. And then I look at the stars and I'm like, I'm not okay to die right now. I need to do other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I thought about it, I mean, it would suck, but it's generally not anything. I I honestly don't think that much. Yeah. That's what, that's my problem. (laughs) Like most of the time when I'm at work, I've got just headphones in and I'm dancing around. There's just nothing going on in there. Gotcha. So. No, no, no. I mean, I feel you. I, at work, I'm literally like, oh, this, that, and then do this thing. And then I got to do this thing. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. I got to do this thing, too. I got to email. My email is blowing up. But after work, I go outside. Everyone's gone because I get out of work late. And then I look at the stars, and I'm like, hey, up there, guys. I must be alive for a reason. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. You know, what I, And I want to feel like I know what I was freaking going on with my life you know what i mean yeah spiritually settled boom new year's resolution i resolve to figure this ish out yeah and mine are less uh uh family and spiritual oriented man it's probably probably healthy that you are (laughs) are willing to just like make realistic goals it's probably healthy well i mean (laughs) yours are realistic too they're just a lot more deep than mine. Yeah. All so right. where are you at, man? So I have two goals for the year, um, and some other stuff on the back burner, maybe. But uh, I mean, I guess I I would say three, because um, I I would like to become more spiritually fit or settled or whatever by the end of the year. I think that'd be nice yeah. to. I don't. I'd like to find another church and. Get going again, which we're going to talk more yeah. about that today. I feel like that's a part of being spiritually settled. Is... Yeah, I mean, church is a good thing. I mean, the more I get over everything we went through, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, church isn't bad. So, but my New Year's resolutions, number one is to have a five-song EP oh, shoot, done by the end of the year. That's pretty definite. Yeah. Uh, recorded for you? Do you need a bass player? Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Dude, you got them bass lines, bro. Hey, then then I also resolute to make a five-song EP. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you guys heard it here first. That's our resolution. Bam. Pilgrims and Prodigals five-song EP out by the yeah. end of the year. We've already got one song we wrote together. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Oh, dude, I've, I yeah. have to remember how to play that. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, so that is number one. Get a five-song EP out. Um, get it, you know recorded everything get everything together edited all that stuff um number two is what was number two? Oh, number number two was uh my second goal for the year is to get on an actual smite team um okay so yeah to get into the esports world uh like gaming how all that stuff so because i i don't like most of you probably know me who listen to this podcast and those who don't i am an avid fan of smite i literally am addicted to that game i play like all the time you know what the bible says about that keith <sighs> what's the bible say ben? <laughs> never mind I'm gonna shut up. You keep going <laughs> so yeah yeah my two goals get a five song ep out and get on a smite team this year and of course, I want to become, you know, spiritually active and stuff like that, which we're going to get into that today. But I don't know. I just thought it would fun. It would, it would be fun to talk about kind of our goals for the new year. And since it's technically still January, and it's something I've been wanting to talk about. So, and yeah, Keith, you've inspired me. I also 
third third non-important. Are you gonna get on the smite team? No, no. I'm gonna get on a. Destiny I'm get on the right team. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, uh, I, uh, I think I want to. I'm gonna try out this year at least. Go and try it out to become competitively act active in uh, Magic: The Gathering. Do it, man. You're pretty go, good. I'm gonna go get into a circle of. Do you still play with blue in them? Every once in a while, I did two weeks ago. Okay. Two weeks ago, yeah, we got together and played, but. Yeah, I think cool. I'm going to try and get those guys together and go to, like, Indy or something and see if we can get in tournaments. Now, do they have, like, team-based tournaments with stuff like that? They they do, but it's, like, the teams the teams are integral to the way it's set up. You don't play on a team. Your team is just – it helps you net prizes. Like, for example, okay. like, if, if we have a, an event where you get prizes for placing – and we have two people place instead of one. Yeah. And we can divide the spoils. We just, it's more for, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, you okay. can, better chances of winning. Probability, you're helping your probability of winning by putting more people in a competition. Okay. The team wins. All right. So, yeah, that's our goals for the year. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Let's make this interactive. What? So, yeah. whoever's listening, uh, hit us up on the Facebook. Uh, just comment uh, on the Facebook page. What are your goals for 2018? What do you want to accomplish? So, because goals are like a necessary part of a healthy life. Yeah. I, I'm just going to go out there and say that, that I'm all about like chilling and relaxing and not getting stressed out about life. But like, if you don't have goals, if you don't have things that you're living for, what the freak are you living for? Yeah. Bam. Go out there and do- make something out of your life. Do it. <laughs> So, uh, Keith, are you looking at PUBG maps? Is that what, you're, <laughs> is that what you got going on? Here? No, it's Instagram. <laughs> okay, so what do you want to talk about today, Ben? What's on uh, your mind, man? Something I mentioned it in the last podcast that I was on, actually. I think the Nude Beaches episode. Um, All right, let's talk more about that. Yeah. Uh, I said I had something in the wings. And wow, that was the last one you were yeah, on, wasn't dude, it? That was a long time ago. Dang, bro. Uh, was that I had something kind of coming down the pipeline and I was going to check it out. And uh, your boy mm. is back in church. Dang, After dude. everything we've been through, Pilgrims and Prodigals, Let's talk I went about back. That. I went back to that place, except not the same Wait, place. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, dude, Keith. Yeah. What if we... What if we what what if no we, don't what if, e- you can't even say that yeah no no me and you bro never on a sunday only we, if i can wear like one of the you know mustache and eyebrow no yeah disguises. we're gonna go on a sunday go facebook live and just see what happens <laughs> <laughs> go back you know to it'll be like weekend, it'll bro. be like uh those uh videos you see where like a cop pulls someone over and they're on facebook live and they get shot or something I don't know if it escalate quite to that point, but oh man, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going back to church. Uh, I'm going to a church in the uh, Fishers area called I Town. A lot of our people in our circle of friends know about it. It's a pretty big. It's uh, you could almost say mega church, but it's not like a TV mega church. It's like a a success, just a successful church, several yep. thousand members. I approve of I Town. I really like it. If it wasn't so far away, I would probably go there more often. Yeah, so. and the main reason that I go is because I work on Sundays, and they're like one of the only churches in the area that has a Saturday service. So, 
Which is weird. Do you think churches would do that more? Uh, like, bro, you'd get me. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm okay to have. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you're a catch. Yeah. So if anybody out there scouting, you know, listen to yeah. podcasts. That <laughs> you looking for a pastor? <laughs> Do you want a member hit, of your Hit church? my boy up. <laughs> if you want a member of your church that has a history of uh, being frustrated with church, <laughs> you hit me up. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get zero hits. Yeah, I know. No, dude, I'm putting it on LinkedIn. For sure. <laughs> Looking for new church. By the way, I hate church. (laughs) (laughs) Rough history with church. Looking to join a new one. (laughs) All right. No. But yeah, I'm going back to church. Um, So that's the thing. That's my big announcement. That's cool, dude. So how you guys, what led you guys to that? Because last I heard you guys were doing the the, uh, home church. Yeah. So what what happened with that? Um, nothing really bad. It just, basically what happened was that we did house church air quotes for six months of last year, you know, after, after we left living water, we started house church and it was, it was, eh, it was good. Everybody was kind of at different places. We were trying to find where we were at. And then we found out that like, oh, we should just have the people that want to do church, do church and have the people that don't, don't. And which was a good theory in in concept which was what probably needed to happen in order for us to stop arguing about what church should be but the funny thing is not even arguing just like feeling ways about what church should be the funny thing is that i feel like when once we split it i don't know about you but i everyone that doesn't live in anderson that didn't want to be churchy. I've yeah. like seen them. You know what I mean? I've been, yeah. and then the house church went its other way. We started really trying to do it. And then it boiled down to, it was just me and Katie Lynn and Josh. And I don't know. It came out weird that way. Me and Josh and Katie Lynn and Joanna, our two families with our kids were the only ones that were going to the house church. And at that point and you had as many kids as adults. Exactly. Yeah. And the reason that we started it in the first place, the reason that I like literally had a, bare like nitty gritty talk with uh our old pastor was like i want to keep these people together and when it was just me and josh's family i don't need church to hang out with his family you know what i mean like it was it was something that it didn't need to be it was the purpose that it was there to serve the purpose was gone you know what i mean like keeping us together wasn't going to happen so since there was no one to attend the house church, we kind of just disbanded the house church and turned it into a friendship with Josh and Katie Lynn <laughs> that has a spiritual basis. Yeah. So that thing winded down into not needing to be a thing anymore. And then Joanna, uh, me and me and her have been talking, and she's just at a place now where she's like, I don't feel like I have any, like, after everything we've been through, I don't want to lead anyone. Yeah. Uh, for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, which is, I'm kind of at the same place that like, yep. the, I don't have overflow in my life. I've got sustain, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't want to like, s- like if I was full of the Holy spirit, you feel me? Like stuff that yeah. I was going to give to people in their life. I don't want to have to like shake my cup around and spill stuff that I need to, to yeah. pour out on others. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm at the same place. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not in a place where I'm like, same place as in like going back to God's church. God's given me, like, 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not in an overflow. I'm in more of a sustain yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm in the same place as far as that goes. But yes, I've been... Yeah, I'm not like, you know, I'm hearing from God and just breaking down, crying all the time. But <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely don't feel like I'm away from God, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm in development, which is... If that makes sense. It's been a very strange place to be, especially with... Uh, I've been leading worship a little bit, so if I'm like being... Your your worship leader? Not a worship leader. I've been going to a buddy's church and helping him out and okay. with like that and different Fair. events and shit like that, and it's been weird. Not It's not been weird. Not that his church is weird or the way they do their music is weird, but I it feels strange to me because... Back when I used to lead worship at church, I was definitely, even though it was kind of like a toxic environment, I definitely okay. felt like I was in a, a place where I was more overflowy. Had something to give. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm here for a reason. Yeah, so now I feel like I'm in a, more of a place of like deconstruction. I'm not in a place where I'm wanting to pour out because I'm not even in a place where I feel really sure of anything myself. Yeah. So... It feels weird being on a stage again and leading other people in song because I'm like, dude, I don't even know where I'm at. And I'm singing these songs and telling people where they need to be at. So <laughs> that's weird, man. It's been weird. It's been weird. That's weird. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it's not like a permanent thing. Like I've just been going off and on whenever he needs help and I enjoy it. I mean, mm. but I don't know. Part of me thinks that, Maybe I just enjoy it as far as an entertainment side effect. Like like you enjoy jamming and you also enjoy Jesus and those two things happen to just be happening at the same time? Well, yes. I mean, not that I'm doing it uh, hypocritically yeah. or I'm doing it with a lack of wanting to cl- get close to God. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe I just enjoy playing music in front of people and yeah. being good at it. Hey, I feel you. So, I don't know. And not about being good about it, but just like playing music in front of no, people. No, you're, I feel you're you. good, dude. No, you I'm just messing Kill around. a bass, dude. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, just on a real point, I don't I don't yeah. know. Like, maybe maybe I'm not in a healthy place to be leading worship thinking about it, like, right now. I don't know. I can't say that I yeah. 100% am because, like I said before, I'm what not. What you should do is ask the pastor of the church how you should feel. <laughs> Dude, he's such a <laughs> he's such a cool guy. That whole church is super cool. I believe it. It's like a congregation of like thirty people, maybe. Yeah, but okay. every, everyone's that's, super chill. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, dude, me and you are like on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm re-entering church into like a mega church, and you're re-entering church into like a thirty person. Yeah. So what are I your... couldn't do a mega church, man. Yeah, not where I'm at right now. I hear you. I've been like when I go to I Town, I don't mind it, but. Mm-hmm. The music is so loud and the lights and the stage and all the worship leaders dress all hipster. You don't, feel, you don't feel that dopamine and... releasing in your brain. You're just like, oh, my gosh, lights. Oh, my gosh, good music. Oh, Jesus. You know, it doesn't feel like that for you? <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me, Ben. I town it is. I'll be the no, next no, week. no, 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 no. I'm just no. no I mean, I don't mind I town. It's not bad. I'm yeah. just not a huge fan of the mega church scenario. And we talked. Me and Nate talked about this on yesterday's podcast. Sure. 
I feel like the megachurch approach to um, adhering to culture has just been a little weird. Like, I feel like with uh, most typical megachurch ser- services, you have like, you know, an hour of music, 20 minutes of a message, and then another song, and then you go home. So mm-hmm. it almost just feels yeah. like a modern day concert. And with all the lights and the fog machines and the pianos and electric guitars and drum kits and like rock and pop based music, it's just, I feel like it's just, I'm going to a concert when I'm going to a mega church. It's kind of like what I feel like. And I, I town's a little bit better. I will, I will say that I town and I town, I, I approve of them, but I mean, other churches I've gone to just feels like a show. But even I, even I town, I, I still feel it to an I, extent. No, yeah, I feel you. I I think I think it's really like it's a good question to talk about. What are your goals in going back to church, mm-hmm. and what are your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The things that make you kind of like ah, your your preconceived notions about the struggles, you know? So like on one hit, like those are two good questions. One, why am I going back to church? And two, what makes me feel uneasy about going back to church? So for you, what are your goals in going back to church? What are you looking for? Okay. So before, before I feel like my goals for going back to church are different than what they used to be before. I feel like my goals were, how can I serve this church? How can I get involved in leadership eventually get a leadership role, become a full-time worship leader or whatever. And that was my goal. Okay. How active of a member can I be in this church? You just want to do as much as you can possibly do for For the body you're a part of. Yes. Okay. But I feel like I'm a little bit different now um, because if I do end up going back to a church, I want to look at it in, if I'm going to be real with my faith, I want to do it in the most biblical way possible and I feel like if I do go back to the church, to a church, what I want to do is find a place where I feel like I'm being encouraged and built up to go to the, do the Lord's will. Okay. And wherever I feel like I'm, I'm at to do that, mm-hmm. if it's a mega church, if it's a mini church, if it's a somewhere in between church, I don't care. But I definitely don't, I'm not trying to get back on a stage. I'm not trying to get back into youth ministry. I'm not trying to get back involved in the ins and outs of ministry. I don't want that anymore. I do want to be a Christian and I want to affect this world sure. as much as possible before I die. Kind of like that question, you know, you talk about go see your head every day. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go through my head as much, but when I'm sitting here thinking about it, I mean, that's what I want. I want, dude, if I'm going to be real about my faith, I believe in Jesus and I want to love this world and everyone in it as much as possible in whatever way I can. So I don't know. My goals, my (laughs) goals, my goals for church are different because I don't, I'm not, I don't want anything for myself anymore. Hmm. So, okay. Right on. So I'm I'm processing. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. No, you're processing. I got you, man. Uh, I I saw your thinking face. My, (laughs) my, my goals uh, to to reciprocate, let you know where I'm at going yeah. back to church. Let the pilgrims know where where I'm at going back to church. My goals in going back to church are literally 
like at this point I am not trying to get like super involved in the church mm-hmm. except for it I, I don't care about involvement in the church um except as unless that involvement is a catalyst to help me build new relationships with people that have similar goals uh you know lifestyles you know just i i just want to find more inspiring people to be around because i i I like even though my friends are awesome i don't believe that i have tapped central indiana for the inspiring relationships that it could have for my life you know what i mean so i literally i'm in there and i'm like Yes, I don't know these songs because I haven't been in church for a whole year. And I don't know every Hillsong song in the world. Yeah, there's been like two Hillsong albums <laughs> since I left church. So I I like don't know. Now, a lot of the songs, I appreciate the fact that worship music is coming back to a place where like the chorus and the bridge put together have six words in them. You know, like where I can like, oh, I, I feel this. Yeah. Here. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, awesome. No, I can I can feel that. I can get down with that. But the, yeah. the point is, I'm not trying to like, I don't care if I learn this song. I don't want to be able to sing along. That's not, I'm not here so I can sing along. And if I don't know what events are going on, you know what I mean? Like f- for me, I went and I was like, events, cool uh, songs, cool preaching. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But I, I came away from it. The experience is not why I went back. The I went back because I think that there's really people there that could benefit my life, yeah. and I want to get as involved as I need to be to find them and build a relationship with them. And I don't think that the church is going to be the crux of the church and its functions aren't necessarily why I'm there. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. Back to what we started this podcast on. The corporate model of church is not why I'm there. I yeah. don't want to participate in the Sunday morning, the the fireworks, the this, the that, the food drives. I'm okay with all that, but I really want to find people that are the church, and I want them. I want to see if I can get involved in their life so that I can be the church better. Yeah, I, I went back for relationships, if that makes sense. That's literally why I'm there, and that's why going to a mega church doesn't bother me. Is yeah. because the experience, while it is a concert, I totally agree with you. It's just a concert where I can meet other people who I can have a actual spiritual experience with if that makes sense outside yeah, of the church for sure and the community is definitely another reason that i want to go back to church i feel like we're me and amanda are at a point right now where we're over not wanting to go to church anymore yeah but usually we end up staying up too late on saturdays and just don't <laughs> feel like waking up you party animals <laughs> they taught me how to minister to you in youth group <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> so Fears about going back to church. By the way, is guilt. Guilt is how I reach mm, out to you. Okay. Let's talk about your priorities. That's what got me saved. No, I'm just, <laughs> just felt so guilty of my life and how crappy of a person I was. Was that was, uh, that, was that late night worth your eternity, Keith? No. I'm just <laughs> so, like a fear that yeah, yeah, like a like a preconceived notion where you're like apprehensive like uh, i mean there's the obvious i mean fear that the same thing could happen again you know it is scary when you've opened yourself up and become so vulnerable to a core leadership of people and they've turned out to 
not be what you thought they were and okay. treat you in ways that, you know, you didn't think that people you were that open with and honest with would treat you. Yeah. So on that note, one obviously, you know, there's the obvious fear there of opening up and being hurt again. But I feel like those are fears you have to get over. Yeah. No, so I mean, I think I think I might have that fear even more than you. Yeah. Because I like literally went to church and I was like, it's like, uh, like I was just having the thoughts of like, you're not, you're not going to be that type of person to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I was thinking that I was like, I'm here and I was like literally on guard. Like I want to meet people and I want to build new relationships, but I don't want to let someone establish authority over me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, like as, as soon as someone asked me to have a meeting with them, I'm out. No, I would love to have a meeting, but as soon as that meeting is like, I notice that uh, whenever they're, whenever I'm given accountability that I didn't ask for, yeah, immediately like, whoa, buddy, hold on, what's going on here? Yeah, But maybe accountability, I don't know. The only, uh, basically, I want to be a part of it. I want to go back to church, and I want to build meaningful relationships with people, and I think that the people at iTown would respect me enough to not hold me accountable unless I have a real relationship with you and respect what you're saying anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I'm afraid of is that someone's going to try and hold me accountable. And I'm like, who are you? What are you doing in my life? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I guess where I'm at right now is, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I still could... wanted to get weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a fear for me, but at the same time, it's almost like a, uh, repulsive thing as well. Like the, like, I'm, I don't know, like as soon as I'm just waiting for like a pastor to try to reprimand me disciple, or air quotes. Oh my goodness. Disciple you. Yeah. <laughs> that word. Yeah. Not that yeah. discipleship isn't a real thing, but you know, we've, we've seen our fair share of air quotes discipleship. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a fear for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I really haven't thought about my fears about it a lot because, dude, I honestly just haven't thought about it a lot. I feel like I'm in a place right now yeah. where I don't, I just don't really think about church a lot. No, honestly, I, I hear you. I don't. Like, I don't really think about church a lot either. It's just it's it's a means to an end. Yeah, you know, like I think about because where I'm at I think right about community a lot. Where I'm at right now is like. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to have a church, I guess. But if I don't go on a Sunday, if I don't have a church to give my tithe to, if I don't have a place to be discipled, I mean, I don't feel like it's the end of the world. That's that's another thing that is really getting me, man, is that, like, if we start going to I-Town, are we going to tithe the I-Town? Because I'm caught up between this thing as, like, this is a great catalyst for me to build relationships but it's not necessarily the thing that I want to be the foundation underneath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate this. I want to give you money. Thanks for building this so that I could have a catalyst for meeting people. But then on the other hand, I'd rather just like set money apart in my bank account and then mm -hmm. minister with it. Like give people things, you know what I mean? Someone needs their car fixed. I can be like, Hey yeah. bro, I, I took this out of my money 
it's like you know what i mean like yeah that's where I'm my at. tithes i would rather be doing stuff like that with my air quotes tithes than i mean itown's not hurting for money no like they're gonna be fine if i don't <laughs> that worship leader is gonna get his new pair of skinny jeans no matter what yeah, exactly. And they're going to get those new Hillsong freaking tracks no matter what. <laughs> true. No, dude, they have like it's so <laughs> like I will say this, like I respect I Town. I mean, most mega churches I respect just like Tim's going to hate me if he listens the, to this podcast. The, oh, he's a worship leader up there at I Town, so. Oh, he is Tim. Yeah, is? Tim is. Oh, that's freaking awesome. He's what? A, He's gonna, gonna do, we're doing look, a D&D group. Look, bro. How because do Stuart I not... decided to, to kill my character. He killed so. everybody's character. What? Everyone's dead. Why? Because they started a new campaign five years later in the same nation. Screw that. I'm, my my character is the only one that didn't die. I just got all my items Blech. were taken and I got put in slavery for five years. No, I'm, no that's stupid. We'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> that's dumb. I'm definitely not joining this campaign. Ugh. <laughs> I'm way a part of it, me and Josh. Let's kill everyone for no reason. Okay. Start a new one. No. You guys have fun with that. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm dying <laughs> Dude, okay, so... Let's talk look, about church. This is the thing. This is the thing, though, is that, like, Tim seems like a pretty awesome dude, and he goes to, dare I say it, my church? Nope, nope, the church that I'm attending. <laughs> no, I'm just... But, like... I mean, you say what you want, man. No, but, like, I could... It's not weird to me. I, like, I could have a relationship with Tim. I don't know. You, you know or you could have a relationship and not go to the church like I do. No, that's true. But, like, what I'm saying is that, like, there are people like Tim... Yeah. ...that are... I don't want to talk about relationships like they're things that you have to hunt down and find, but like literally they are like, actually I do want to talk about them like that. Like you got to put effort, put yourself out there and be like, Hey, I want to do things for Jesus. Do you want to do things for Jesus? And that's what I'm doing and going back to church. My whole goal is literally, I just want to get in a mix of people who are motivated to do things mm -hmm. on the earth for Jesus and then be like, Oh my gosh, me too. Let's be friends. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I'm going back to church. Yeah, I agree. And that's, definitely a motivation for me yeah it's good stuff yeah so yeah but it's just the fear that i have is apprehensions is that that i don't want to get in some weird situation but I, I, keith how do i say this in in the church world there's two opposite spectrums there's one where you have a mega church that pleases a lot of people and then you have a small church that is truly true to its ideals and doesn't change for anybody. It just believes what it believes. And so there's there's negatives to both of those. One is it's more hard to find genuine relationships at a mega church because everyone yeah. wants to make everyone that attends happy. And then the other thing, on the other hand, with a small church, you might get a weird group of people that's like, oh, no, we're spiritual sons and fathers here. Yeah, And, and, and you're and like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, and then the small church, they're probably every one of them are Trump supporters and they hate gay people. Is that st that's probably true. <laughs> no, you're you're probably right. And it's the opposite in the mega church. And the mega church is probably Because they gotta mostly... be as PC as they can. <laughs> Both sides are ugly. Yeah, they're like uh did someone mention the word president? We don't talk about that in mega church. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because uh, if you do, 
Ah, there goes half the congregation. No, I'm just kidding. But part of me wonders, though, like in a mega church, like, do people believe differently or do they just not talk about it because it's not PC? I think, uh, you remember that thing that came up with Carl Lentz a while back? Yeah. I think that perfectly describes a mega church mentality. Yeah. Is that, so he he was asked about, like, is homosexuality a sin, right? Yep. Is that, that's what, that's what, they, or was it abortion? Uh, it was I think abortion. It was, was it abortion? It was abortion. Okay. Yeah. So he was like, "Is abortion was. wrong?" And he was like, "Honestly, I don't want to just come yeah, out it was here. And, I I don't want to come out here in the open air and just give a blanket statement. Like, I don't want to treat this like it's an issue. I want to treat this like these are people with lives behind it, and I need to have a real relationship with them before I can speak about that and just say, is it wrong or is it right? I can't just give a blanket statement out there. Mm-hmm. That is the megachurch." In a nutshell, they've realized that it's not effective for me to come out here and wave a flag for how, what I think about an issue. They're just like, hey, this church isn't the venue for me to put all my opinions out there. Why don't I come meet you at church and then invite you into my life so I can share my opinions with you? And I think that that's why it's so PC do you think- is because that no one's like, I have an opinion. Check it out, everybody. It's like more private. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you think that person would react differently? Say, like, he made a state. So, you know, say Carl Lentz made a statement. Okay. You know, over Hillsong TV or God TV or whatever, you know, TBN JC station. Tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, say he made a statement saying that abortion was wrong. Yes, he would offend a lot of people and a lot of people would not go to his church. True. But don't you think it's kind of deceptive at the Mm -hmm. same time for him to purposely not talk about it because people would not go to his church and then find out later what he does think about it. I don't know. I guess there's a fine line there where I don't know where I would stand on it is like, I would definitely give my opinion as an opinion and like, here's what I think about it. Here's what, when I look at the Bible and when we talk, we're talking about, what life is and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Here's what I think, uh, mm. you know, not trying to push that on anybody, but I don't know. I think there's a level of cowardice where you have like mega pastors trying to be PC and, you know, in essence being acting, talking and acting more like politicians than men of God. Okay. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of like the flaw I see in that. I would rather you tell me just straight up what you think if I agree with it or if I'm okay with it, even if I don't agree with it and I just love God, then I'll be a part of your church. Do you? Okay. Let me say And if I don't agree with it or, and it's something that's going to make me not go, then I won't go. I, I hear you. I hear you. I guess to throw, to play devil's advocate and throw a counterpoint out there. Mm -hmm. If, if I have, let's say I have a bunch of beliefs and Oh, no, you have a bunch of beliefs, and nope. you feel ways about things. Not and at you all. Got, you got you got all these opinions, and you have ninety seconds on air. Do you want everyone in the world that's going to see that program to create an image of who you are based on what you, what opinions you throw out in that ninety seconds, or would you rather just be like, look, if you don't actually know me, get to know me, and I want to talk to you about it, and I'll tell you. 
Would you yeah. rather would you rather have people create an image of you based off 90 seconds of sound bites or is, would it be worth it to to throw what you really feel out there? Okay, but my thing is you're going to create an image either way. Uh, and but I mean, well the thing is that like he has an image. If but, you listen to his sermons, he's he's a lot more pointed than he is in a news conference. Yeah, and I would have and the thing is with and I'm a little bit one side on it too. Sure. Because I would have been perfectly okay if that would have been his whole statement. You know, I don't really want to get into it at this moment. Come talk to me. Let's have a conversation and let me get to know you first. But that's not necessarily what he said, though. Okay. His statement was was more along the lines of, well, I'm not going to say what's right or wrong for that person. Is kind of the the way he said it was making abortion sound convictional. It wasn't sound... He no. didn't make it sound like I would prefer not to get into it. Okay. You know? That's that's fair. And I'm not necessarily defending Carl Lentz. I'm just... Yeah. The position of a megachurch that's like, hey, this is why we don't talk about all this really divisive stuff. Yeah, and I just... All the time. I don't know. I just... Part of me, like, just doesn't agree with, like, that mindset of just pastors trying to be politicians and trying to just calm the waters and not talk about controversial things. You should be able to talk about them in a proper light and a polite light. Like if you are a pastor who fully believes that homosexuality is wrong based off what you've read out of the Bible, what God has spoken to you, it's not uncommon to believe that. Yeah. But the thing is you can bring it across in a way, dude, I've had freaking when i first started working at high pro i had a gay guy who worked right across from me and this was me coming straight out of the internship and the way i interacted with that guy you know he would ask about it and i would tell him what i thought about it but in the same way i would say i would literally state my opinion and say but i want you to know that doesn't change the way i feel about you yeah i think you are a cool dude i think you're a good guy we both like guitar. We both like video games. Let's even hang out sometime. I don't feel weird around you. I don't think that you're this horrible person. Sure. But this is what I think on the topic. And yeah. I'm really, I'm sorry if it offends you. I promise you that's not my goal. Because I think at the end of the day, there's yeah. always going to people, there's always going to be people who are going to get salty. I, I correlate it to video games a lot because I can get on the Smite Xbox One Facebook group and I can post, hey, you guys are awesome. Thanks for letting me be a part of this group. And people will comment, fuck you, go kill yourself, drink bleach, <laughs> get cancer. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to get triggered. It doesn't matter what the hell That's you not say. Triggered. There's a difference between trolling and triggered. That's trolling. That is, well, trolling and triggered, yes. Yeah. But you have that in the in the Christianity yeah, world no, as well. Yeah, you're right. you're going to have atheists who troll. They just and say, you're going to have of, Christians who troll because they don't agree with your viewpoints. No, instead of F you, g- kill yourself, get cancer, that which is what they say on video game posts, yeah. they're like hypocrite, wolf in sheep's clothing. Like it's, Exactly. It, it means the same thing. Just, it's just different words. Different words. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Where I'm at right now is like be real, be honest about what you think, but you can be loving you can say, I think abortion is wrong. I personally believe abortion is wrong. That well, is... Hey, Keith, this is a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. We do not. No. That is my personal belief. Yeah. I believe that every human who's alive right now was alive at 
one week of inception. Yeah. And therefore, I believe all life is precious. I don't think anyone who's listening was less of a human at one week old or two months old or six months old. You were a human that was being formed. And that's my own view. And the thing is, if you look at it differently or if you have had to get an abortion and you feel really bad about it, you know, I feel bad for you. Or if you feel having a, if you've had an abortion and you feel no remorse at all, that's your viewpoint. You're allowed to have that. And that doesn't change the way I think about you as an individual, but we have to get past sure. this, this, uh, uh, this environment in our system, in our culture, where if you disagree or if you say something that I don't agree with, that makes us enemies. You are just a horrible person. You're a bigot. You're a socialist. You're blah blah blah. You're a, you're a Democrat. Maybe, you're Republican. Maybe it's a res- I am a person and I have views on things and that's where I am and that doesn't change the way I feel about people maybe, in general. Maybe that's the mega church response to culture because our culture right now is so accusatory. Literally, you say like, you say like, "What's up, girl?" and someone's like. Are you a chauvinist? Did you address me as a little girl? I am a full-grown woman. What is your prop? And you're like, hey, my bad. I was just trying to say hello. I apologize. My bad. And they're like, this is what's wrong with our nation. You know, oh my gosh, I just got to quit. You got to let so, those dumbasses go. <laughs> so, no. I'm I, see, I'm being for real I right now. I know you are. I know you are. If someone's literally going to get offended by anything that I say, I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I freaking love people. And if you get to know me, you will know that I'm one of the most caring people you'll ever meet. But I'm not going to beat around the bush of every little word that I say and every opinion that I hold because I'm trying to cater to anyone else's beliefs. And that's why I would be a horrible mega pastor. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't don't think you'd be a horrible mega pastor, but... Maybe well, not if I wear my skinny jeans. No, yeah. You could get but the second the skinny jeans come no, off. you could get by on that. Just like you could survive off of Twitter and skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just have campus pastors do it all for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so I guess there's two ways you can go because I think the megachurch, their approach is, hey, I'm a really loving and nice person and I'd like you to get to meet me. And then I can share once we have some common ground, I can share my more divisive beliefs because uh, once we're friends hopefully you'll be willing to accept that we'll be able to more uh, we'll be able to disagree in a more healthy way versus yeah. you hating me and me getting offended that you hate me and then there's the other view that's like hey man uh screw you and whatever you think about me <laughs> but if you're willing to get over that i'm a really nice guy over here so first off slap in the face and just trust me I'm honest and genuine and you should get to know me. And then there's the other person that's like, Hey, we're friends. <sighs> okay. Wounds of a friend, you know, they can be trusted. <laughs> Here we go. You know what I mean? Like it's just two different approaches to the same thing. Uh, well, I think that, it, and I feel like I'm going to be able yeah. to find more friends at a mega church. That's it. Bam. Okay. I don't care either way. I don't care if you're hardcore up front and you want to make friends later. I just feel like for what I'm going back to church for, which is to build relationships and get a bigger community, find inspiring people. I feel like a mega church is just, not that I get behind that mentality of like, don't bring up your crap in the open, but 
it's just going to be more effective for me to find a bigger community of people that are like-minded. I mean, it makes sense. There's more people there. It's so. it's just it's just about my goals. That's why I'm going to a mega church is because I think my uh, my goals might be different than yours. If that makes sense. Yeah, they are. Okay. Probably most likely. <laughs> I mean, my goals right now. I just, dude, I am. I was talking to you about it earlier, man. Yeah. Like, I just have a good life, and I'm comfortable with that right now. Yeah. You know, do I want to do more and continue to grow in God and stuff like that? Sure. I don't think it's my primary focus where I'm at right now. Yeah. But, I mean, even doing this podcast, I mean, I'm putting my spiritual life out there in front of, you know, less than 100 people (laughs) every week. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. So, I mean, like, I'm... I'm doing what I feel comfortable with and where I feel like I'm at at the moment. I'm looking at Bible verses to support both of our opinions, even though we agree, so that we can say, oh, look, we're all the yeah, yeah. same same, same religion. But where... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, man. I got to bring... You know... I thought I was getting into Rastafarianism no, there for no, a minute. No, no, so. no. Uh, what's that? Psalm uh, 33, 133? The... The harmony of brothers is like the dew on Mount Hermon. That runs down Aaron's beard. Yeah. And then down his chest. Yeah. And then... uh, That's where the scripture ends. (laughs) That's where it ends. That's why it's only three verses. (laughs) You don't want to hear the rest. (laughs) What in the world is wrong with me? Oh, anyway, so where I'm at right now, man, in my life, I, I enjoy what I do and I do what I enjoy is kind of like where I'm at. I'm in a comfortable place. I've got a good job. I, you know, have a good home life. I have a good, I have a good relationship with God. I'm not out there and crazy and I don't want to be out there and crazy anymore. Like, no, you're pretty freaking nuts compared to some people. Some people think you're insane. Yeah. I know a whole church full of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, at this point in my life, I don't know if I want to be get back into that evangelical camp. Mm-hmm. I would almost put myself in like a post-evangelical category. Like, I don't think we need to be out in the streets hitting people with Bibles and blah, 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 and asking everyone if we can pray for them and asking everyone if they're saved and if they know the Lord Jesus. Like... I don't know if that's really effective in our culture, especially with the way people look at church. Works in China, and our cultures are pretty similar. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, China. It doesn't work in China. You kidding me? They're like, hey, do you know about Lord Jesus? And they're like, oh, going to jail, son. <laughs> they're like, hey, you like your head? It'd be a shame if someone cut oh, it off. <laughs> oh, wow. Can you not preach the gospel? No. <laughs> Hashtag, can you not? <laughs> I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. While you're looking me. that up, that's where I'm at, man. Like, I yeah. enjoy what I do. And you know what? When God comes up in conversations, like, at work or with friends or even, like, right now, I'm not afraid to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. I've still, for the most part, I still hold the same views as I always have about God. I mean, some of the minor things have changed, and... I don't know, maybe even the way I look at the Bible has changed or the way I live my life as a Christian has changed, but who God is, 
that doesn't change mm. who who God has been to me because that's based off that to me that's based off who he's shown himself to be so none of that has changed at all I mean the only the only way God changes is if he shows me a different aspect of himself the stuff that I go through and the pain and the hurt and the joy and life changes and all that shit like that doesn't change God that changes me but that yeah. doesn't change him and I'm solid in that. Yeah. So. I agree. So the Bible says, Keith, let me. The Bible says. Let me tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says that blessed are those who realize they're poor and recognize their need for him. Bruh. And so it's it's totally fine that I'm not satisfied with where I'm at in God. Mm-hmm. That I. I am. I realize that I have a need for Him. I'm. I'm blessed to be poor. I'm blessed to hunger. The Beatitudes, uh, Matthew six. Exactly. I'm uh, blessed to thirst. And I think literally a chapter later. Hold on. I want to. I'm gonna quote this one right from the Bible. See Christians. I know my Bible. Bam. What is that? Mm. What is the Bible? We're about to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, I just want to say thanks for listening to us. We are. 57 minutes into this and we just did a two hour one yesterday so if you are caught up props to you guys oh, oh by the way ben so don't worry oh. about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's trouble is enough for today and it also says so don't worry about these things what will we eat what will we drink what will we wear these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father already knows all your needs and mm. keith's just resting in that trusting in god i'm poor and that's awesome i'm blessed i'm lounging keith, in that keith is resting and not worrying about right now. I am lounging it. in that. And no, uh, that's true. I can see your feet <laughs> propped up there. Woo, man! So, baby, this is goddamn good podcaster, Keith. <laughs> so we have talked. Any other aspects you want to hit? I wish we had. I want to figure out a way to like get like a live chat going whenever we do this too. Oh, it would be way cool. Yeah. So it some is. other questions. What is it like going to church again? Uh, okay, so analytically, when you're in a service and you're listening to a message or watching a worship set or something like that, do you feel like you look at things any differently now? Yes, 100%. Whenever I'm listening to the sermon, I used to be like... Like, compare your... Um, I, tur- I used to turn my truth filter off for the most part. Yeah. Like... I was never evaluating things as to whether or not they were truth. I was only really filtering for the things that made a difference. So it what I accepted everything that was coming at me as truth. And then I was like, did it hit me now? Did it hit me? Oh, that's hitting me. Yep, that's affecting my life. So I wasn't really filtering to see if it was truth. I was just filtering to see whether it had an impact on my life. Okay. Now I'm filtering. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm like, ah, uh, I mean, let me, I got to think about that for a second. Anytime I feel like a little bit of an impact, I'm like, let me evaluate this before I just accept it and treat it like this is how I should live my life. You know what I mean? I I am more critical of everything that's said because so much of what has been said to me in my Christian life has turned out to be, oh, that's a little little wacky there, guy. I don't know what you're, (laughs) I don't know what you're (laughs) talking about, dear. (laughs) That's yeah, a, that's, that's not exactly. Uh, don't think. Uh, don't think I like uh, that uh, thing there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like I. Not feeling you there, guy. I feel almost like I. I don't. 
I don't know. I might overanalyze a little bit when I am in I, a church service I now. I definitely overanalyze. That's not a maybe. That's, I, I, ever since I went back, I've been overanalyzing. Yeah. Like I'm looking at everything the pastor's saying, the worship set, blah, blah, blah. Like, And it's almost like I'm in the back of my mind. I'm always asking myself the question, is this real? Like, that, are they being real right now? Are they being, are are they putting on a face? Are they being vulnerable? What is going on right now? Are they just trying to get people? Are they trying to get money? I don't know. No, you're, Keith, you're just reminding me of things that I felt that I forgot that I felt. <laughs> when I'm, I'm sorry. Like, oh! Sorry. What'd I do? Uh, your willow guy fell over. Oh, no. Poor little willow boy. No. Uh, sorry. Studio, uh, studio malfunction. Technical difficulties. Are we gonna have to. We went thirty-three days without an incident. Now we've got gonna... condenser mics flying. <laughs> uh, so, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I was definitely there. Like, uh, you know how they have like, oh wow, your fake dar. Like it's like it's like radar, but detecting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like. Uh, because you know what i mean it's 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 stronger in some places than other and i was like trying to figure it out but i mean i i don't think i'm gonna ever be able to get around that you know what i mean ever since i've because of the experiences that i've had in my life which is probably the same as a lot of other people out there that have had bad experiences with church in one person or another it's not necessarily the church capital letter the church is fault but like different churches people that run churches can burn you. So it's it's okay to have your fake radar out there testing to see if like You know what I feel real? like? What? I kind of feel like Frodo after returning the ring to Mount Doom. Yeah. And then he goes back and maybe not as depressing, but he goes back <laughs> and I, I forgot what it is in the um they talk about it in the um in the movie where they say like when something along the lines of like when a journey has gone too far, you can't like go back to where you were before uh-huh. or something like that. Uh-huh. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I don't feel like I'll ever get back to the point where I'm just like, yeah, church is awesome. Jesus. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't think that's in the cards for me, mm-hmm. but I think I can be around people who can encourage me. That's yeah. why I say I don't have any plans to get back into leadership. Yeah, I don't have any plans on becoming a worship leader again. I don't have any plans on being a youth leader again because I, I don't want that. Yeah, at least at this point in my life, I mean, I'm willing to change. I'm willing to let God do whatever He wants to do in my heart, because I'm not trying to define Him. I'm not trying to, you know, say what my life needs to look like. He's yeah. He's the ultimate holder of truth and my life, and He knows all my days. So. I'll let him be God, but at the current moment, I, I'm not trying to do anything crazy yeah. or impactful in a church. So I got you, man. It, but I'd be the where I'm at is I'd be willing to go to a church. I feel like, and uh, I'd, I'd be willing to become a member of a church. I feel like just low key. I I personally feel like, in in contrast to what you said, I feel like there's this way far away place that. God is like, you need to get here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that seems awful hard, God. How am I ever going to do that? And What's you know, your end goal? My end goal? What is, what is the place that God's taking you? Um, to help 
the church of the West, Westernized church. Like the cowboy church? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> to, make a, to make a practical transition towards its survivability. Um, hey, I mean, like, yeah, it needs you. Renovate, renovate the way that people look at church or the way that church is. Because, like, ch- church in and of itself is good. It's just broken and not a lot of people like it. We, we read those Barna stats on that one episode where why do millennials hate church? Yeah. Like it's literally going in a horrible direction. And unless we make a really hard turn, it's not going to make it. You know what I mean? Feel like. And I think and, this, I think this podcast is a really good start to that. Yeah. Not that we're like super big or need to be that, but yeah, it's us pushing thoughts around that are going to help us. Yeah. And if, me, noth- anyway. if nothing else, I have people in our friend group who message me all the time and are like, dude, that point you made on there really hit me. I've never even thought about that before, but that's something that I've been struggling with or blah, blah, blah. I have people like that before Christmas when we had that two or three week stint where we didn't do any podcast. I had people messaging me like, hey, uh, when you guys put another podcast up and that was super encouraging. So I don't know. Even if what we're doing is only affecting our immediate friend group, it's affecting something. Yeah. And even if it's not affecting anybody, it's affecting me because I can look at my own journey. I can go back to episode one and then go to this, which is now episode 31. And I can track, dude, you know, April 29th or something like that will be a year since we started the podcast. Whoa. Yeah. How did we even do that? I mean, uh, now, <laughs> now, to be fair, if it's been a year, we made podcasts more weeks than we didn't. If we're on episode, if this is episode 31, we more than bi-weekly have been doing this podcast for a year. Yeah, a little that's, bit more than bi-weekly. That's pretty intense. That's, yeah. a, that's a big thing. We just literally decided to do it and we're like, hey, it happened. Dude, that first episode though. Oh, yeah. Dude, that <laughs> first... Train wreck. No, it was Let's just ramble. It was a beautiful train wreck. I loved it. I had so much to say. Our first like yeah. five episodes, I had so much to say about everything. I know. Oh, Keith, you know what we need. Our to first do? five episodes. This is the majority of my talking. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good point. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh huh. Okay, I see. <laughs> I see. My thought connected with yours is that I I. Did have a lot to say. You had a lot and I to know, say. I, did, I had to learn how to shut up. <laughs> I still struggle with it. No, I look back at our previous episodes too, and I feel like me and you have kind of learned how to communicate better too. Like, I yeah, I think so. Like, I look at, uh, I have had a couple of forehead smack moments, like where I've listened to jokes you've tried to make, and then I'm like, okay, so next yeah. point. <laughs> Which is fine. And I'm looking cause... back now, and I'm like. What? How did I not even see that he was no. telling a joke right if you, there? If you ever rolled <laughs> off of a joke that I told into the next point, it's because I wasn't taking the hint that it's probably time to get the next point. <laughs> Either way, I think we're just rambling about podcast etiquette at this point. Anyways, um, so church. But yes. we, I think we need to set up a pilgrimage. I think that it's only right that we do a pilgrimage and uh, a pilgrimage and prodigals. Uh, prodigalage? Prodigalage. <laughs> prodigals and pilgrimages. We we should literally we should just look for like a classic crime, Emery, yeah, uh, show and just classic crime's going on tour this year. Yeah, yeah, 
We should look up like classic crime Emery. One of those people out there that knows knows the feeling. Civilian doesn't matter. Dude, but I'd love should... to go see a civilian again. They were lit, bro. How fun would it be to get like just the Pilgrims and Prodigals page to go on like a family field trip to like a show, spend the night in like some hotels? Like that would be freaking dope, would it? Yeah, not? that'd be awesome. That would be freaking. It's like Encounter except Pilgrims and Prodigals style. <laughs> yes. Woo! So if you're still listening to this right now, we're throwing that idea out there. Uh, I'll put I'll post it on the Facebook page too. Let us know if that's something that you guys would be interested in going on, like uh, to a like a rock show and then getting a hotel and just hanging out, eating a bunch of junk food and watching movies and just having a good time. Bringing some PS4s. Yes. You know, we can... Or Xbox. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my, my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a bigot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so inconsiderate of other people. How am I ever going to fit in in a megachurch? <laughs> All right, yeah. Anyways, no, yeah. Super dope. If that's something that you guys are interested in, let us know on the Facebook page. I'll post it up there. Um, maybe do something on that. But I'm about done for today. No, I'm – What I, about you? Yeah, I'm done, man. That pilgrims and pilgrimage. And prodigalage. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Pilgrimage and prodigals. <laughs> Anyways, hey, we'll see you guys and uh, have a good week. We will see you next week. Okay. Catch you later, fam. See ya. Catch you. Goodbye.